Now, this is maybe where a, like a hot take kind of comes into play, but it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. You, I, I put us above. Oh, God, we could get some flack for this. I put us above the Leafs in who's going to get a cup first. Like, I hate to say it, but I know. Ooh, ooh, those are fighting words. Very, very much fighting words. I got to. Down, 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 down. Race to the mic, race to the mic. Hey, folks. Uh, welcome to uh, version number two of uh, Race to the Mic. Uh, yeah, I guess this is two. still really uh, session number one. Uh, got me here, Race Calvert, sitting on my bed at home, uh, relaxing uh, from a nice, uh, uh, relaxing with a nice red truck logger here. And we got Sexy. On the other end, we have. We got Mike Lang over here in his tiny little uh, closet area, um, uh, equipped with uh, 33 acres of ocean west coast pale ale and uh, a lovely laptop screen where i'm gonna be uh basically googling up everything so yeah right on like i'm pretty smart (laughs) the joys the joys of pandemic living Uh, this is race to the mic this is the show that is about all things sports um all things buddy buddy and uh and uh with a focus on our canadian sports specifically uh those sports that are being played out of vancouver british columbia and uh we're getting ready for uh, another big thing that's coming up in the sporting world to come uh, December 25th, uh, which is Christmas, for those of you that don't know, we're going to be having the 2021 World Junior Ice Hockey Championship yeah, played us. in Edmonton. Yes. Edmonton bubble. Oh. Poor, poor Red Deer doesn't get to take part this year. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, they'll have to wait until next year because it's already been announced that next year will be uh, Edmonton and Red Deer hosting. Is that what's happening? Is yeah, they they moved it from they moved uh, from Gothenburg, Sweden. Yeah. They moved it that one to 2024, and uh, and now Edmonton and Red Deer will have 2022. So next year it'll be in Edmonton again. Whoa. With also with Red Deer, hopefully. A little Alberta magic right there. You can't forget about Red Deer. So, Mike, what are you most excited about for uh, for this uh, World Junior Ice Hockey Championship? Honestly, what are you What are you looking at? What, are you looking what, for? what I'm really kind of first of all, I just have to say, I'm loving that like live sports that's going to be back again. Oh it's, man, um, this little break here, and you know, with the NHL saying, you know, it, the start time's been pushed back a couple yeah. times now. I'm expecting it to be pushed back again. Like it'll mm-hmm. most likely happen, right? And hey, it's a big job. I get it. You know, like there's a lot of decisions to be made here. There's a lot of things like the escrow happening as well, a lot of management mm-hmm. stuff. But just, just you know, oh, just watching live sports again. Oh man, like that is going to be such a treat. Like I, I didn't think I'd miss it so much, but uh, oh man, just, I'm watching, watching that Maple Leaf. You know, like watching those boys wear their uh, like nation's colors, right? And, I yeah. think uh, seeing some of the young talent that's coming up, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I'm pretty stoked on. I think uh, checking out, you know, um, Byfield, Quinn Byfield, yeah. seeing how he's going to be looking there. A little, mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed. I think we chatted about this before about Lafreniere not, you know, playing. That's that part kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I mean, I understand the decision by the Rangers to yeah. uh, to not let him come and play. I mean, especially because he had that knee injury in the second game, I think, of last year's uh, championship or yeah. last year's World Juniors. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even know if he was going to come back, and we were wondering if it was going to be, you know, a long injury that was going to 
you know, not that it would have drastically affected his draft ranking, but um, but yeah. you know, you hate you hate to see a, a phenomenal talent like that go down with any sort of injury, um, even when he's wearing the colors of his country. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you got you got to you got to feel for them. But he was able to come back and uh, you know be the MVP of that championship. So um, yeah, right. you know, it's gonna it's gonna be tough not to see him. But hopefully, we won't have to wait more than a couple of weeks after. Um, the conclusion of the World Juniors that we see Lafreniere take uh, take the ice in Rangers blue and white. Oh man, that's be so crazy! Like I'm 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 actually wondering Nick how how that's gonna go because like the Rangers themselves they have some they're pretty deep like on the wings you know with like Panarin um, yeah it's Kreider as well Kreider is like a left winger I think um, and plus like and so like I guess as like a young kid he's gonna be going into some good mentorship right like that's uh, he won't be insanely rushed but. I don't know. I think maybe getting some third line minutes, probably like uh, maybe even jump in the power play, maybe toss him in the first unit or something like that. That could be kind of cool for him, right? Yeah, you know, I think I think he's going to have a, a pretty large um, role on the new team. I I'm, yeah. I I put him at, I put him at for sure being on the power play. Like you got to think that I guess I compare him to sort of like the feeling that we had about Quinn Hughes when Quinn Hughes was coming in. Nice. We knew right away he's going to be coming in. He's going to be playing top minutes. Yeah. And he's going to be t- playing top power play. And I think that Lafreniere is going to, is going to be part of that, um, part of that uh, as well um, for the Rangers. I think we're going to see a lot of him. I think he's, you know, he's already marked as, uh, as the Calder trophy favorite. Um, I don't think that's uh, that's wrong. I think that's a good placement for him. And I'm just happy to have another generational talent playing in the NHL with McDavid and Crosby and you know, the, those other ones that uh, those other players that are generational talents, but you know, are sometimes uh, not mentioned in the same breath as Crosby or uh, or McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be great. You know, it's gonna give the it's gonna give the Rangers some zip. They've got something to look forward to into into next year. Not that totally. they don't have anything to look forward to ever but yeah you know it's been a, it's been a while since the rangers have really made a lot of noise like last time i can think is like what like 2012 when they went to the finals yeah exactly so, um and th- hey that was a that was a damn good like series to watch as well you know la yeah. kings like oh man, man i wanted lundquist to win one you know i wanted i wanted him to have it like that that, that yeah. sucks like well another- hey he might he might be able to get it with his new team so true yeah i don't know washington still got a shot man like hey they, they've won great. they've won one in the, in the in the past five years so totally yeah exactly but i digress though you know like the uh i think the world with the world juniors like a lot of uh yeah it sucks that lafrenia is not gonna be there but uh tim stutzel if he's gonna be I, I think he has an injury right i think that's something that or is, is that what's happening or is he gonna be playing with germany i'm not too sure um Last I had heard, Tim Stutzel did have an injury. Yeah, and I don't know if he's um, playing. Yeah, here, let me just do a quick, uh, quick lookup of this. Yeah, quick little um, lookup. Quick little. Like, this is a nice thing about uh, about being uh, all COVID friendly and spacing ourselves. Is how I get to have a computer in my lap, Damn and also not being filmed because yes, you know, then my face isn't stuck inside. Uh, <laughs> stuck uh, okay, hold on. Right there. He's been named to the 27-man roster for World Juniors. Nice. And uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make the uh, make the trip with the team. Oh hell yeah! And uh, looks like yeah, he's gonna yeah he started the team will start their pre-tournament prep in December 6th. So that was just yesterday. Oh. So yeah, he looks like he's uh, he uh, it was arm surgery or something like that, right? Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, he, I think so. he heard it. 
He heard it. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Yeah. He heard it while he was, he underwent surgery on his, on his arm after suffering an injury while training with Mannheim Eagles in Germany. God. But yeah. he, but it looks like he's, he's going to be playing. So we're going to see Tim Stutzel, which is also uh, fantastic. He's a, uh, you know, the sort of the most, um, most uh, talked about German players since, uh, since our uh, buddy, who, since uh, yeah, our buddy Drysaddle, who uh, is on Edmonton, there, oh. you know, he's. Uh, I think he's the. Uh, I don't know if he was this, uh, if he was taken before. Um, oh my gosh, what's the name of the uh, defenseman? The giant defenseman who plays for Detroit. He was also taken in the first round. Wait, I for, can't think of his name. Sorry, for like this draft year or for uh, no, a, cu- a couple years ago. He's a giant defenseman. Ooh. Who plays for the German team? He's on Detroit. His name is. He was like taking like sixth or seventh overall. Come on! I think you got this. I'm gonna look it up. Man, I I got I gotta get this. I gotta get this. Man, this is. I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah, it's so, so tough. Uh, it's a German yeah. one, right? Yeah, it's a German dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, don't know if they, I don't know if they traded him or not. I can't remember. I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, he's, uh... That's the one thing I wish oh, I had. Oh, yeah, I, I've got it. I've got it. Moritz, Moritz Sider is the nice. guy's name. Nice. There he it was is. Taken in, he was taken in the in the first round a, a couple of years ago. Nice. I, I, I think he's, besides Drysaddle, he was... Uh, he was sixth or seventh overall or something like that. Anyways. Out of white. Wait, 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 yeah. re- wait to reach that one back. You know, well, way to get to yeah. your, uh, your bag, of, he, bag of thoughts right there and whip yeah. that one out. That's good. He actually plays on, uh, right now, Moritz Sider plays on Rogel in the Swedish Hockey League Rogel. along with a Canucks draft pick, Nils Hoglander. Ooh. Oh, who, is, is Hoglander playing uh, for Sweden? Uh, speaking no, of no, he's not. He, uh, that was, last year was his last year where yeah. he was eligible. Right. So he won't be playing, but we could be seeing him, uh, you know, I was just reading a thing about how Jim Benning was saying that he expects uh, Huglander to uh, try for a roster spot uh, for next year's team. I, I hope so. I hope he does. I, I think he's been what he's been playing with with men for the last yeah. few years now, right? So yeah, I think it's- the last couple of years he's been playing in the Swedish Hockey League. He hasn't been scoring as much as you'd like to see a prospect score, you know. And I guess we were kind of like we got the deluxe yeah. tre- treatment with uh, Pedersen there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like leading the That's league better. and like <laughs> and winning the playoff MVP and winning pr- pretty much everything that you could possibly win in that league. Yeah, so we've been we've we've already we've already had that. Uh, had that experience, but he ha- he did have the goal of the year last year and the year before with his uh, little um, lacrosse wraparound into the top corner. Nice. Both 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 of the last year's uh, Swedish Hockey League's goal of the year has been uh, Nils Huglander. So, you know he's a he's a dynamic player. And he scored one of the exact same ones of the World Juniors last year, right? Yeah, exactly. He's, he's... Sorry, breaking news. NHL targeting. Sorry to interrupt you. NHL targeting January thirteenth. According to TSN Hockey Insiders, Darren Dreger and Pierre Lebrun, CBA yeah. financials no longer an issue and league targeting January 13th start for potential 56-game season. Ooh. Right, I was hearing 56. That, that, I think that's a good number because you, you can really... I mean, it doesn't bode well for anyone who's who's going to miss any time due to injury. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh, but you really you're, we'll we'll get a bunch of games in, which is good. You know, That's as long good. as we're as long as we're more than a, than a lockout shortened season. You know, as long as yeah. we're getting more than 40, 41, Definitely. Uh, 40, 44 or whatever the last twenty twelve was. Um, 
you know, I'm I'm, into that. I'm, I'm happy that, and I'm you know, the that. world world juniors is set to end on January fifth, so we're only gonna have to wait eight days. Ooh, less <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hockey, right? And uh, oh, they'll pretty much ball. be, you know, they'll all be in training camp at that point. So, oh my god, you know, knock yes. on wood, this pandemic doesn't get any worse, and we don't actually have to change too much more. Yeah, but I think with the I think with the World Juniors being in the Edmonton bubble, you know, that's the right move all the way across. And we've already seen sure. some 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 players who, uh, well, actually, the players on the U.S. team that are being replaced, they didn't say it was because of COVID. But I know that some uh, from Sweden's team yeah. uh, aren't going to be able to make it. Sweden's going to, which also I was reading. Um, sorry, I'm going back and forth. No, a ton fine. of things right now. It's good. Yeah, no, I was reading an article. Yeah. I was reading an article here about how since. Um, there's some of the players from the Swedish uh, junior team aren't going to be able to play that it potentially opens up some chances for a couple Canucks draft picks Ooh. in uh, yeah, Arvid Kosmar and uh, Victor Persson okay. or Victor Persson. Yeah. So they have a potential chance now that those other folks, uh, I think there's like three or four of them aren't able to do it because they can't meet the, uh, the, um, quarantine uh, oh, gotcha. they can't they they wouldn't be able to travel with the team so yeah fair enough um, so yeah so but okay be ho- hopefully a couple more uh, next draft picks maybe they have to make the team first they have to get picked but you yeah, know they have exactly. a pretty decent chance apparently according to this uh this article that I was reading. So, you know, it's going to be great to see any Canucks draft picks that are going to get to play. Um, you know, I mean, the big one is Pod Colson. I was going to say, yeah, Pod Colson, right? Like, he, he could have a good tournament here. Yeah, I'm hoping that he just really blows it on the water. Uh, his his KHL season so far has been pretty lackluster. Yeah. Um, in, in what they were expecting from him. Um, you know, and I mean, the whole KHL league has sort of been messed up just like any other league with uh with covid cases and so um oh absolutely you know, maybe, maybe that has something to do with it or you know but uh probably but at the end of the day yeah i'm really excited to see him because they they really do expect him to uh be signed as as soon as his khl season is done signed yes. with the canucks nice. and then uh you know and a lot of uh a lot of people are saying that he's already NHL ready um and that's pretty uh, like that's it's very it's very nice to hear you know like uh, yeah. we all we all know when you get like a draft prospect and you're not going to see him for like a couple of years it's a little like you levy right like that's I, like i can't wait yeah. to see like what he's going to be bringing i think he's making a roster spot this year because oh i hope so oh, man. Man. I, I, I hope so i mean it, he's already he's already been you know and i know that they they've been slow playing him developing and he had those he said yeah. just had been injury riddled right oh yeah but um Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I just really want the guy. I want the guy to live up to his, you know, to his draft ranking. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he was high up. He there. was. A, he was a top five, and I mean, if he doesn't ever, he, he's ready for the AHL. You know, I watched some of his highlights from the AHL and. Uh, yeah. And from when he was in Finland, and you know, when he's not injured, he's a uh, he's a good player. But uh, absolutely, you know, and he's good. He, he got. 2016 fifth overall draft pick right like mm-hmm. we're talking like the dude was picked uh was picked right after yes pull harvey oh pull yarvey um, yeah and and the only people uh, the only people that got picked ahead of him were pull yarvey yeah uh pierre-luc dubois oh wow patrick line oh, and austin matthews oh when he was part of that draft yeah. 
my yeah. god, that's cool. So like right after right after Yolevi, yeah. Like this is the thing that if he doesn't live up to it, it his draft pick, he's always going to be compared to the player that got picked right after him. Of course. Um, who's played 5 seasons now in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is Matthew Tuchuk. Matthew Tuchuk was oh picked my spot 6. God, and they played for the same team. They played for the same junior team in uh London in the London Knights in the OHL. So you know, it's like right after right after Ole Yolevi, I've got the list right here. It was Matthew Tuchuk yeah. Clayton Keller, Alexander Nylander, Mikhail Sergachev, oh. who's who now has a uh, cup to his name. He's got a Tyson Yost, you know, oh, was, uh, you know, he's a he's a good, he he played for the Penticton V's. For the Penticton <laughs> Tyson V's, Yost. yeah, oh, yeah, dude, he was. Uh, what a you know. what, what a year that was, hey! Like that's a, yeah. that's not bad. Like Clayton Keller, that's a good one he, there. Um, yeah, th- like Oli Ulevi is surrounded by some like. Even like Pierre Luc Dubois, like he is, he's a, a definitely been great for Columbus. Like he's been a guy yeah. who's like the number one, the number one center that they've been needing for a long time, and totally, and he's and, and he's lived up to it, right? Yeah, and now you got Yessi Bullarvi coming back to Edmonton. Now I yeah. guess he's ready after showing himself uh, in his homeland. Uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a great season in Finland Holy uh, last year, yeah. and he's ready to come back to the team. He's going to make the team, and he's going to hopefully be be that guy that's ready. You know, nice, um, man. I mean, you look at you look at Ole Yolevi, yeah. and you look at the other the other defensemen who were picked uh, who were picked after him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one directly that pops out picked after was uh, Mikhail Sergachev, who I now has Montreal, but did it right, 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 they, right. Montreal picked him. Right. And they traded him for um, who was it? A Druin. Oh, right. He was part of the Druin yeah. trade. Yeah, which is okay. Um, like that, that's you know. Well, it's all right. I mean, they bad. got like Jonathan Druin, good player, but I mean, yeah. Mikhail Sergachev, he's played five years in the NHL now. Yeah, and he's won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, so and he looks you know, good. there you he go. He looks like a you know, good fucking kid. like he will be good for a long time. Like it, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying that it sucks to be behind Victor Hedman because he'll never be the number one when Victor Hedman's there. Like Hedman is just no, such of a, course not. But he's he's too much of a stud, too too smooth skater with huge size and just like high IQ. Like how do you mm-hmm. how do you how do you beat that? But learning from somebody like that, like their one two like punch that they have in those, and then yeah, like I always forget it's like Ryan McDonough is part of Tampa as well. Like uh, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm also missing someone that's like a pretty big defenseman there as well. Like, or Shattenkirk. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and now he's in Anaheim. Right. Right. Yeah, he just went Crazy. there. Same with Luke, uh, Luke Shen. Luke Shen. Oh, my God. Luke Shen won the Stanley Cup there, right? That's so nuts. Speaking of Luke Shen, yeah. sorry, I now I'm jumping all over the place right now. No, it's good. It's good. Take it. Take Which it. Which I kind of like. Go. I don't know. I'm, I, I kind of like that vibe. I don't know. That's kind of us. Yeah, I, it works for me. We're jumping back and forth. We're <laughs> putting in a bunch of info here. Absolutely. Uh, we got to keep mm-hmm. up with those young kids who are, you know, my, my attention span is short. So it's like, if I, <laughs> we put in some dubstep music in this, like, fuck, buddy, we're, we're good to go. Oh, man, we'd be ready to go. Also, uh, content, uh, I'm, I'm very okay for dropping a few F-bombs and maybe dropping oh, whatever. So fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I want to keep that alive. Anyone, um, anyone who's watching it, I'm good. You know, let me get one more of these uh, delicious red track beers in me and I'll, I'll be swearing like a sailor. Oh, so. I, absolutely. I already put... Uh, Braden Coburn. Braden Coburn was also, hey, was also on the go. team. Oh, right, See, I'm just like, I'm just like pulling people down <laughs> out of my brain. I'm like, <laughs> like there, there was, there was someone there else was, on there. There was, Braden Coburn there was, Braden Coburn for sure. Uh, Luke Shen, I mean, Braden Coburn's more, yeah, Luke Shen. I, yeah, I, go I, for I, it. Was, I went because, all right, all this Evander Kane fighting um, that John Paul, uh, Logan Paul, is that his name? Logan Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. that's it. Or Jake Paul, I can't remember. It's one of them. Jake Paul. One of the fucking... 
guys. It's, it's one of those two guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jake Paul. Um, Evander Kane calling him out. It's a whole thing. Jake Paul's like, yup, like, let's set this up. Let's get this going. And I'm like, all right. Just like every other uh, every other person who goes onto YouTube is like, okay, Evander Kane fights. Like, let's check this out. Um, yeah. And I watched some of his fights. Like, buddy can scrap, man. Like, he... Uh, Dude, knows how to fight. He's, he's, uh, he's thrown some bombs, man. And he had one with Luke Shen. Um, that was like, and I was like, man, I always forget, like, Luke Shen's a big boy. Like, that guy is mm-hmm. just like, he's, he's meaty. Like, he's like, he's pretty hard hitting. Like, dude. Dude, like, his brother is Braden Shen. You yeah, know? I know. Braden Shen's a yeah. big dude who can, who, big can, who, can, who can tune you. Yeah, they, they don't you know? take shit, but his. I got, I got Luke Shen listed here at 6'2, 229 pounds. That's Oof. a big guy. It's a big guy. Thick. That guy, yeah. that guy has got some, got some meat on his bones, that's for sure. Totally. 6'2", 229, get the hell out of here. Like, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with him. I'm just saying. That's, I, wouldn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. You know? I'm just saying. That, that's big for an NHL player, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, going back to just, like, defensemen and, or sorry, and Kane kind of going for, like, fights and stuff. Man, there was a yeah. couple tilts that I was like, holy shit, man, like, He's uh he can throw some seek Matt Cook, remember when he like knocked him out? Oh man, he put Matt Cook oh, down. Yeah, like light him down. Out. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, and that's like it's Matt Cook, the agitator, the ex canuck himself. Uh you know, he's he, the guy guy can throw bombs. So if that actually does happen, yeah, I'll tune in. Yeah, like that's that's clickbait for me. Like I'll I'll definitely uh check out the Jake Paul Evander King. Yeah, like, but, but it's it's so dumb. Like it won't happen. Like it's such a stupid like kind of ordeal. You're like why am I even like watching this? But yeah, well, I can't think that I can't think that uh, that team management would allow Evander Kane to do such a thing while he's under contract with them. So you know, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Because what if no he? Way. What if? What if? Like on the off chance he gets tuned, you know, and yeah. like ends up with a concussion. Yeah. Oh, uh, another sad thing. Talking about concussions, I was I was reading up on on Jim Benning's press press conference, and he says if the uh, NHL starts soon, yeah. he's like Furlan won't be ready to go for the start of the season. Oh, so God. it looks like Furlan is going to be losing more time, you know, and you know, and can. I'm sorry. At the end of all things, your health is what matters the most. Yeah. But it does suck as a fan. And also, as you know, just a fan of hockey to not to, to see one of those guys not yeah. be able to do what he wants to do, you know, yeah. and to have Fox. such, you know, he came to the team and we had these hopes that he's going to be that role player, that second or third line uh, mm-hmm. uh, energy player who's going to throw his weight around, who's going to win us a few games himself, you know, for sure. And just and I think he got 14 games last season. Uh, and you know, played a couple in the, yeah. in the um, Minnesota series, but yeah, and I think he put up know, a couple assists or something like that for us, right? Like, yeah, you know, crazy, at, but... at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I, I think I get, think get, he... get well, get better, so you can come back and play. You know, yeah, you Don't know, and anything. there's and there's so many other like I know it sucks like. And if, like, I'm just trying to think of it like if I was in his in his shoes, right? And of course, you want to play. You're still young, you know. You still you still got years ahead of you. Like yeah. if if it wasn't to do with like this concussion thing, but at some point, you know, a he isn't getting any younger. Uh, this is the same his style of hockey that he's effective, and that's what people go for. It's mm-hmm. it's not sustainable with like this kind of deal. And there's so many. Like, there's options. Like, you don't have to leave the NHL. Like, you don't have to leave. Just because you're not a player doesn't mean you can't be in the hockey world. Like, you can't be exactly. in that kind of, like, realm. Well, I mean, look at Manny Malhotra, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. 100%. You know, look at Manny Malhotra. Now he's moving on up in, in, in his 
in his in his coaching yeah. you know, career. Yeah, he's in and it, I mean, Maple Leafs. He's, uh, he's exactly. part of that. That's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah that's kind of he's going to go. Yeah, you know, and it's like the guy had a, a career-ending eye injury. You know, he had to look out for his health. Yeah, could, man. Could, could, couldn't play the way he wanted to play anymore, and he went and... You know, became one of the be- he was already one of the best faceoff guys, and you saw how much he helped our team. Oh man, uh, helped help the Canucks get to you know. What we we had I think I think in the uh, the top like fifteen faceoff um, percentage uh, in the league, we had three out of the top fifteen. So yeah, you know, yeah, and I mean, oh, nice. <laughs> that was but yeah. We we it, like it, at like in the dot that year or like those mm-hmm. two years with Kessler. With Hendrick, with Hank, and with like Malhotra, like, like yeah, like fuck off. Where we we got you, like no problem. Oh, we were, we're so this we were so good in the in our in our zone, in your zone, in the neutral zone. Like it doesn't matter where, <laughs> I, what side you want. Every go zone, on, I don't care. Every like, yeah, zone, you pick your zone. I will be there, and we will do this. Like onside, yeah. onside. I don't give a shit. Like we, it was, yeah. it was absolutely unreal. And Manny, Manny Malhotra, apparently, uh, because it was Gillis, right? Like it was Mike Gillis who ended up. Um, bringing him on the squad and mm-hmm. apparently there was a time this was when Gillis was still I think because like, he was a scout right like he was a guy who was uh, kind of like a bending story a little bit um, he when Manny Mahoja was part of the New York Rangers like back in the day um, he ended up was it the Rangers he played for the Rangers I think right he did play for yeah, the Rangers did, yeah. yeah yeah it was for the Rangers that, uh, he got drafted by the Rangers that's it yeah exactly um, apparently Gillis was like in New York there you know it just worked right like the timing worked their team was there his team was coming in I can't remember who he was like working for at the time but um, he, he tells a story where it's like he's looking across and a bunch of the Rangers just come out of the restaurant you know whatever like they come out of the bar they're all going back to the hotel because it's getting later in the night and uh, and it's like maybe like 10 of them and they're all like crossing the street and Manny Mahotra is part of like this like group there and he said that he he was kind of like uh, the other side of the street and was kind of looking at him and this apparently this like older woman like had like dropped her like bag or something like that or had stumbled and then everybody just kind of kept walk, walking by except for Manny like Manny like totally just like turned and helped this woman like stand back up pick up her bags again made sure she was good to go and, and, and like at that moment at that moment like Gillis was like that's the kind of guy that I want on my team like that right there he's like everybody else just walked on by but he was the one who stopped and he's like you can't like teach like character and like per- like and personalities like that so that's why when he became the GM of Vancouver he wanted to bring him in like he wanted him to be a part of that squad and build that culture so uh oh, man. so it's kind of cool that's a good story it, man. It, it, yeah it, it was really cool like I I heard it on uh I think, it must it must have been like on the spit chicklets chicklets or something like that as well which by the way shout out to spit chicklets shout out fucking right shout out oh man those boys shout out they're dope. oh man uh, so funny yeah um, but yeah I just like wish I had played in the NHL because then I could be like as cool as they are yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly yeah man yeah. where it's like I, I have I have a, a less um, a less cool man in ultra story I was at chapters oh yeah uh, in Vancouver yeah on Granville and Broadway, nice. and I was uh, coming down the uh, coming down the escalator, yeah. and someone was coming up the escalator, and I was like, I know this guy. I'm gonna say hi, right? Yeah. Like I, I couldn't, I you know you know when you see people outside or you see people somewhere in public, and you're like, oh man, I for sure know this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you're trying to search for their name, so you can be like, if you have to say yeah, hi to exactly. them, 
and uh, and someone was coming up and I had this like moment of like, oh man, I know this guy from somewhere. Where do I know him from? Where do yeah. I know him from? And I was like, I'm about to be like, hey man, like good to see yeah. you. And then I realized it was Manny Malhotra oh. and like he doesn't know oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> that would feel like hilarious if we just went up to him. Yeah. I just know him because he plays hockey. He played yeah. hockey. For, like, but I feel time. like <laughs> I know you, you know? Like I feel yeah, like totally. you're like my best yeah. friend and I want to be, It's you know, this isn't creepy. That's not stalking. That's yeah. fine. Dude, I, that's what happened when I met Bo Horvat on the street. I literally what? walked into Horvat. What the fuck? I met Horvat. This is after. This is when he had uh, surgery on his oh, foot what? in like twenty. I want to say like 20, 2017, yeah, maybe. Dude, dude, it was around young. the time like he, of. Well, he's still young, but yeah. I, he was like what twenty one yeah. or something like that. Then, like, yeah. Yeah, he had. I think he blocked a shot and he had to have surgery or something crazy. on his foot. He was in a walking cast and he had crutches. Oh, crazy! And uh, I was just, I was coming, I was literally thinking about his injury or something like that, and I came around the corner. Yeah. And he was like coming down the street towards me, and I literally just like like I knew him was like, "Hey man, how's it going?" <laughs> what did he say? And the dude stopped. Yeah. The guy stopped and talked with me, man, for like a good like two minutes. What? And what? I was like, so "Hey nice. man, I hope you." Yeah, and I just said, "Hey man, I hope you get well soon, so that we can see you back on the ice." And he's like, "Yeah, I want to get out there, you know. It's just a waiting game at this point, you know, and all that." And just like totally shook my hand, like talked to me like I was a buddy of his. What? That's so sweet, you know? dude. Like I just didn't know what. Like I was walking, I was, I was just kind of shocked because I was like literally thinking about his injury yeah. or something, like right at the yeah. time. And I was like, I was like, did I make that happen? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I just said, hey, and the guy stopped with, stopped and talked with me, and was so nice, man. The dude, uh, that guy's, that guy's, Class. you know, he's. There's a reason why he's the captain. You know yes, what I mean? exactly. There's a reason why he's got that captain class, man. He's got that. He's got that de- deserving, like, you know, Absolutely. leader, leader of men. Absolutely. Um, feel about him, man. He's like, he was so approachable, super easy, like just like talk to me like i was his buddy or something it what was great a goddamn beauty you know like and i guess like, yeah well two things here one the mentorship absolutely unreal like and that and that also stems from Malhotra, right like that stems from Malhotra. that stems from the yeah. bank that that extends from like the yeah. twins themselves right um, yeah even just like having like guys like the culture i gotta say that vancouver is done uh, it's really tried to keep that culture intact and and the twins were a huge deal for him but sorry i i totally yeah. just like because i can go on that topic for like the next four hours but but, <laughs> but I, I i i was like when the hell did orbeck get his captaincy that was this year like that yeah. that's insane god like i don't know if it's maybe this pandemic thing or something but that felt that feels like like eight years ago like it feels like he, I, I i was watching like the the captains on ice, and when he got to pull the jersey for the f- first time and put it on, and he was like announced as that, as that. That was literally this year. Like this was it was October first. Like that's crazy. That, that is yeah. so much. And he's and he led us to a pretty like a the deepest playoff run we've had in like what like ten years, like somewhere around there. Oh man. Oh yeah, we had made it past the we had made it to the second round. We had made it to the second round since 2011, oh. since the year that we almost went all the way, wow. right? Because we got we got knocked out in consecutive years yeah. by like Los Angeles, and then by uh, Calgary knocked us out one year. Yeah, with, with that was with Furland. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. He was playing against Remember us. Him, him he just Jeff totally ran our team. Buddy, like... Oh man, he just totally tuned our team. That that's when I was like, yo, we need a guy like this on yeah. the team. Now we have him on the team, and but he's unfortunately, you know, dealing with his uh, concussion issues. <laughs> but stuff. you know, guy needs to. I just like want that. Uh, you know, shout out to Michael Ferlin. He'll get better, yeah. man, and uh, and come back and play. And if he can't come back and 
and be part of the team. Right? Yeah. Just, I don't know, man. We, a, per, a player like that, a person who's like that sort of energy, like team player yeah. guy, you know, I'll have, I, I, I'd want that guy on my home team any, any, any day of Absolutely. the week, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, game changer. He is a game changer. Game changer. Oh man, he's he's the like you know, was it spark plug, the energy energy player, the Absolutely. you know, guy who's not afraid to, to fight, who's will grind in front of the net and you know, will always throw his weight Damn around. Straight. Right? You know, we're gonna have uh we're gonna have I guess a lot more of Tyler uh of Mott throwing his weight around uh, <laughs> I, I love uh, in the next I love couple that years. Movie, though. He's, he's he's great man, great PK guy. He's he's hard working, oh, you man. know, like he's a he's a oh, beautiful he, fit. He got he got himself a deserving contract by playing a hard a hard ass playoffs that yeah. he did, man. He was like the man in a few of those yeah. games. I was literally doing like a little like mott dance in in Troy's <laughs> living room, you know, when we were when three scored a couple goals, right? One two goal game, and I was like, I was like losing yeah, my shit. Absolutely, over, over Tyler Mott. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember like sending I think photos, or we were like chatting because I was out in Parksville at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh yeah, and that was. I think I sent a video of me chugging a beer, and then you sent one right back. And then you were just chugging yeah. a beer. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> beauty. Like that's what the playoffs are about here, boys. Like right here. Oh man, get it going. That was exactly but, it. That you was know, exactly like it. watching the Canucks this year in in how they performed in the playoffs and how they stepped it up. I now this is maybe where a, like a hot take kind of comes into play, but it's kind of true. You, I, I put us above oh god we could get some flack for this I put us above the Leafs in who, who's gonna get a cup first like I hate to say it but I know ooh ooh those are fighting words the entire hockey very universe. very much fighting words like and I definitely get that I understand the talent that Toronto has I understand every like the depth that they have I understand the new acquisitions that they're going through but for some reason I think that our locker room has much more of a stand up for each other uh, culture and we have a much better like we have that that switch that we turned on in in the playoffs and we saw that we saw how Quinn Hughes was getting beaten up every fucking game and yet every shift he went out there and he played the exact same way never stopped and he kept his like head up and he kept going for it Horvat, like he turned into he turned into an elite goal scorer like during the playoffs like he was an app he was a man on on a mission like he was a man on fire um which goes back to what i think is also true every time that a hockey player becomes a, a new dad like it's like lights out yeah. dad strength dad strength oh man you get like, you get that dad absolutely. power man you look at it doesn't matter what sport you look at fred van yeah. Lee, right yeah of the raptors he had that like dad power in the, in the oh, playoffs yeah. They end up going oh, all the yeah, way, absolutely. right? Yeah. I, I now though, I I might have to like re- take back that statement because well this is a good way to segue into what I wanted to talk about. Basically, half our team went to the flames. Um, some key pieces kind of went off, which kinda, you know, it's a little tough, you know. So 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 Race, what do you what do you think about these new acquisitions? Like, how do you think they're gonna how do you think the season's gonna go for, for us, man? How are they gonna fit? Like for for, for us, us, for us. You're talking about for us. We're not talking about how do I think that our, you know half of our team is gonna do on the yeah because fuck that shit. We're um, gonna see him what 10, 12 times this year. So like if we're gonna do the Canadian division anyway, so screw it. Like well we'll see what they're gonna do. But I want to concentrate on us for a second. How are we, yeah how are yeah we so yeah how are we gonna do? Okay, so I feel like the Canucks will place better than they did. Uh, well, it depends on how the the league is being organized, yep. right? Because I think if we if 
I think if we have the all Canadian division, like speak like that's being proposed. Yep. Uh, Montreal definitely got better. Leafs are Leafs are really good. Calgary definitely got better. Edmonton can always do better yeah. than, yeah. than, than uh, a drop of a hat, right? So you know, I put us in sort of similar strength area as Montreal and Winnipeg, but ahead yep. of them. But um, uh, I think the Canucks will place better in the league this year. Nice. Um, I mean, what? What really is going to make the difference is how well we do next playoffs. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that after seeing what we saw last playoffs, the Canucks do make playoffs this upcoming <laughs> yeah, year, yeah. Um, and that and that you know we'll really see how far the team has come uh, based on on how how well they do next playoffs. Because last year was you know totally against the grain. No one really saw that happening. Not even true Canucks fans who are. Who are there for us to win every year? Yeah. You know, I don't even think they saw us get into get into uh, game seven. You know, with like seven minutes left or whatever it was that we got scored on. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that the Canucks. You know, it it does suck that we were never that we never we weren't able to get anything for Stetcher or for Tanev or for Markstrom, and that they kind of just all left um, based on. A number of reasons, you know, term, uh, what they were getting paid, and, you know, the fact that there wasn't space for them yeah. on the team uh, financially yeah. in a lot of cases. Um, I think that we've done a great job of replacing Tanev with Nate Schmidt. I think that that is um, a, a really great replacement. Um, he's apparently another one of those locker room guys, yeah. which Tanev also yeah, was. For sure. You know? So we lose one locker room guy and we get a defenseman, another defenseman back who's also a locker room yeah. guy. But um, I think that Nate Schmidt uh, obviously has that uh, has that uh, uh, offensive edge to him a little bit more than uh, than Tanev ever yeah. did, right? Like we're looking, if you look at uh, Schmidt's points right over the last uh, few years, he's 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 scoring he's over thirty points a, a yeah. season for the last three years. So. You know, and uh, which great. And, you know, yeah. he had he had he had nine points in the last playoffs, and you know, Tanev was starting to get going, scoring a few more goals. But uh, you know, Schmidt's sitting seven goals last year, nine goals the year before. So I think we we've got a good replacement in it, and uh, and he's also younger than Tanev too. Yeah, so. which 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 um, helps, right? But you know, I hate, yeah. I hate to say it, like yeah. I, I I honestly un- until the last playoff series against Vegas. I really would have, I would have never yeah. paid attention to him like whatsoever. Like I, I know in Washington, yeah. like he was, he was good. I know in like Vegas, he obviously earned a contract. He earned a big contract. Um, you yeah. know, one that we ended up taking on. So, but I never really, yeah. until I kind of, uh, you know, and I started doing my homework on him kind of like looking in and seeing like what, what he's actually like brought and everything. He's, he's got great, he's, he's yeah. quick, man. Like he's fast. Like he's, he's got that. He, no, he's, he's, He's a good player, man. You know, Nate, Nate, Nate Schmidt is, you know, another, he was also undrafted, oh, right? Really? Like, so, you, so, and same with Tanev. Undrafted. Tanev was undrafted. Yeah. Um, you know, that was uh, Dave Gagne, Sam Gagne's dad, when he was our um, head of player yeah. development. Because Tanev had played in in some Toronto hockey league with Sam Gagne when they were younger. Oh, okay. And uh, and he always remembered him from that. And he ended up playing in the NCAA or yeah. something like that. We signed him out of college. Um yeah, so I think that Schmid is a good replacement for Tanev. I think that Holtby is a fine replacement for uh, for Markstrom, yeah. um, uh, and also allows us to give uh, Demko more um, 
yeah, more games right. this year. Yeah. You know, and uh, and we don't have to worry about protecting. Um, yeah. Hold before uh, for the expansion yep. draft because we don't. You know, we were. I my nightmare was that we lost both Markstrom and Demko, just like we lost Luongo and Schneider in consecutive yep. years. Absolutely. You know, and that was like they were the best goaltending tandem that I think Vancouver had had right. in a long time, and last year was very very close oh, yeah. to that. You know, like Schneider is almost completely comparable to Demko being that they even played at the same university yeah, in Boston. exactly. Right? And that, like, Demko broke Schneider's records yeah. at that school. And they have so, the same number, you know, don't they? They were both 35s. Yeah, and we, uh, and they were, they were drafted oh in the same round, God, too, in Jesus the second Christ. round. We just took a Yeah, so, so it's, a uh, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. fucking fired down there. So yeah. it was, uh, yeah, it was insane. Um, the one big, the one, you know, the one thing that's going to be the, the player that that's hard to replace um actually for me is i was so hoping that they re-signed to foley yeah you know and seeing what and seeing what he went to montreal for it's like and hearing that interview with him how he wanted to stay in vancouver god i know you know it just and and how it just didn't work out because we didn't know what was happening with markstrom we didn't know so we couldn't and so he took the he took a term uh, at at probably less than what he should be getting paid to go play in Montreal, go play in another yep. Canadian city. I mean, he's closer. He's closer to where he's from yeah. over there. He's from Ontario, so he's he's closer to that. But uh, I don't know how. Like, we didn't get to see. We only got a sample size of him. We didn't really get to see what he could truly do. But we know based on his time in Los Angeles, including a Stanley yeah. Cup win, what Absolutely. he could do. Um, his his you know the. The, his ability to play with Pearson already, how they played yeah, the same line. They had that chemistry, you know. But now, but now, yeah, now centered with Horvat. So losing him is tough because that those are potential goals and assists, and you know, uh, hard played game that I don't know if we're going to be able to replace it with uh, a younger body, right? Yeah. Like you look at you look at you know who who do we have that can play a game like. Tavoli, like maybe Pearson, and Pearson's, I, you know, Pearson's a great player, but I don't know if he's on the same sort of um, level that Tavoli is. But yeah, and- um, that that's the really difficult one for me, you know. And that wasn't even that wasn't even someone who went to the Calgary Flames, yeah. right? I mean, Josh Levo, another top nine forward, who just didn't get, you know, injury injury happened, cut his like career season short, and Calgary gets a yeah, first season, yeah, yeah, absolutely you know? first year, and absolutely. And it's like, who are we going to have replaced that? We haven't found someone to replace Troy Stetcher, although I think Ole Olevi, yep. you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, can come in and yep. take that spot. Um, and then, I think that Ole Olevi does it. I think that Ole Olevi is the one. But, you know, we haven't even talked about Jack Rapp, oh, though, man. who also, I think, has a chance of of uh, of trying for the NHL. And we also have, in the AHL, Brogan yep. Rafferty, who I th- I believe he was like second in defensive scoring last year in the right. AHL I yeah. think something like that or or he was he was he was he was up there um, as far as like uh, defensemen uh, went in um, uh, for the AHL in, for the AHL yeah he was he was up there I don't know if he was number one uh, I'm just gonna yeah, go right look ahead. up quickly yeah, there was. Uh, there was two defensemen that scored more points than him. He was uh, 29th in the league. He was one point behind Spence Bertie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Spence uh, Yeah, he had you know, and it was his rookie. It was his rookie season, I think, for Utica. He had uh, 45 points in 57 games, plus 17, made it to the All Star sure. game. 
scored scored a couple highlight real goals. You should check out some Brogan Rafferty goals. I will. Get some time yeah. on, uh, you know, and the only people that uh, that placed that placed ahead of him were this Brendan Brendan Bennell, who I don't really know, who's for the who plays for the Wild, and then uh, Jake Bean, yep. who is you know, he was uh, World Juniors for yep. Canada. Carolina, right? Um, He's the Carolina gold, the silver. Carolina first round pick in 2016 picked uh, picked just uh, what is it eight eight picks uh, he was the third defenseman the second defenseman taken after oh, Olio Levy shit. after Ser- he was right, right after Sergeyev oh, yeah uh, when it when it number nine it was uh, JP went thirteen yeah. you know and he's and he hasn't he hasn't cracked he's been playing in the in the uh, AHL I think he even has an AHL championship oh, wow. um, recently. Um, but he, uh, he, so he should probably crack, uh, crack the, uh, Hurricanes roster, but yeah, I don't, I, you know, I think that Yolevi is going to need to be the one, Yolevi, Rathbone, or yep. Rafferty, you know, we also have Jalen Chatfield, one of them is going to be the replacement yep. for Stetcher, um, uh, but yeah, the real replacement that we haven't found is who is, who's going to take the place that Toffoli should, should have rightly had within our team, um, because I don't think that, Does- you know. I don't think that uh, Erickson's going to be oh, able God, to become man. that scorer no, that he ever was. That's a bust, man. He, you does, know? he doesn't even look like um, he's trying anymore, I think, to be honest. Like, you know? Well, I mean, the guy yeah. can kill penalties, but for $6 million, it's like... I was also... Uh, I watched uh, some of the Jim Benning uh, press conference, and he was like, we tried real hard to trade him, but like, no one wants... Of course no one of wants course. him, man. He's a $6 million Absolutely. minor. Guaranteed know? every like, one of like the conversations that Jim Benning had with like any GM. Like in that one of those packages, it was Louis. Like Louis was involved with it. Like had to have been. Had to. Have oh been. man, yeah. But but it would have been like, the, you know, what the stopping point was is that anyone who was going to take Louis Erickson also wanted that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, because that's what I'm doing. If I'm an opposing GM, yeah, sure, I'll take him. Yeah, you want to throw Demko though? Yeah. Right. Like that's what that's yeah. what I'd be all about. You know, or some or someone. You know, a young prospect like maybe Blood Colson or Huglander sure. or. You know, one of these guys that's going to be a, a, a has a real good chance at cracking NHL Absolutely. roster soon. Yeah. You know, to, to, to take Louis Erickson, you need to take you need to give one of those guys, and we don't have anyone like that, right? We don't have. We don't. You know, we we traded Tyler. Madden oh man! For, uh, so for I, that's, that's another one that you know I hope in a few years that doesn't just like come right back at us. You know. Oh man! Well, the thing is, is that he's he's on the Los Angeles Kings roster, and the Los Angeles Kings roster is chalked full of young talent. Oh, so he like almost doesn't have a place crazy. on the Kings. He almost he almost doesn't have uh, you know he like you look at their prospects that haven't even made uh, made the uh, yeah. NHL yet and are and yeah. are ready to. Man, they 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 you know they've been crappy for a few. They've been crappy yeah, yeah, for a they, while now. They're shit now. The Kings, yeah. right? They're shallow, but they but you, but you know they're the players in their system are just like out of mm-hmm. this world, man. You got like by Byfield oh, leading the like, crew. I think I think I think so. Oh yeah. Well, see. well, I mean, we're we're not even like he's gonna be he's gonna yeah. make the team, right? Like you got you gotta assume that uh, that Quentin Byfield's like probably he's probably already. Uh, on the roster, uh, has a roster spot yeah. on all of uh, all the stat sites and all that stuff. It's got to be for sure. Um, yeah, it's the gonna Kings be... are going to be back at it again. Like they will, they will. They'll, 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 they'll jump back in and like give them another like four years, four years, and they they should be like back to the old kind of Kings way for sure. Oh man, they've got they've got a 
they've got a ton ton of uh, amazing young players on their on their team, right? They got you know they've got a what's it Durgachev, the the guy who's uh, you know young guy playing yep. in the KHL. You got Carl Grun, uh, Grun, Grunstrom, who's the uh, uh, Samuel uh, Fagamo or uh, Fagemo or whatever his name. Lias Anderson. Right. They got him. Uh, you know, they've got uh, they've got uh, who else? They've got a bunch. They got a ton of people that that haven't even cracked. Uh, you know, Arthur Kaliev, who was a huge scorer in the OHL. Rasmus mm-hmm. Kampari. Uh, Sean Dursey, right? They got just like a ton of these young players that are that uh, are ready to make the difference at uh, at the NHL level, but just haven't been able to crack Stick. the team yet, you know. And are now being jumped by by uh, by other players, right? That that are like on their physically on their roster now that aren't even you know listed as uh, you know. And and they added Oli Mata right. as well, right? Yeah, Oli exactly. Mata. Uh, Only Matt, man. You know, yeah, that guy's uh, was so good, so good for uh, Quinn Byfield. Quinn Byfield, like uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Villardi. Right. Remember, yeah. Remember him? He he played on. He played on. He was a. He's one of the big guys. Uh, you know, he won a Memorial Cup with the uh, right. with the Spitfires. You know, with uh, with Di oh, Pietro no was playing on that team. Which Mikey Di Pietro, really who who I'm also, you know, like I feel like I I, I don't want them to trade Di, Mike Di Pietro. I think he's also one of those guys that looks like I don't know, like sort of like a goofy team <laughs> yeah, player, yeah. you know, like good locker room guy, right? Like yeah, he, he, you know, yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's what I think he probably is. You know, I saw I watched a little thing about him um, where he, he, someone had made some shoes to support. Uh, uh, there was a kid that had uh, some sort of critical illness they started coming and seeing his games when he was in winter and the kid oh. passed away but they they raised money for uh you know he's he got like really involved with that with the oh, with that kid and stuff looks like looks like a great guy you know and he he has a he's already played a couple nhl games although he got like seven goals put it on oh, sweet. Both of them, but you know he l- l- watching him be interviewed after those games he's just like you know it's a learning experience and it's like yeah man that's the attitude that yeah you need, right so. Like it'd be so easy for for him to think that's my only one NHL game I'm ever gonna get to play, and the Sharks scored seven yeah. goals on me, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's just that's just talking about Canucks prospects, which I'm way hotter yeah. on than any of the other ones. But you know, not no, nothing against the LA Kings prospects. They got they got a they got ton of good ones. Tons in the train, you know? for sure. I, I can't wait to see Quentin, Quentin Byfield play, you know, the, in uh, in the NHL. The dude is a beast, man. The dude's like 6'4", yeah, like huge. 215. Huge. You know? Uh, I've been keeping track of him since he was, like, playing for the York Simcoe Express <laughs> in, like, the uh, Ontario, like... <laughs> I have no idea yeah. what that is. I have no... <laughs> before, before he even played for the Sudbury Wolves, man, before he was even, even playing in... Uh, in, really, in and he would uh, junior, that, yeah. I've been... Oh man, he he's he's just always been like a <laughs> giant. <laughs> like he's always he's like always been six four. <laughs> yeah, huge um, growth spurt, ready to go. Fuck yeah, it, but I can't can't wait to see him play, man. He's that 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 guy's gonna you know without uh, Lafreniere, right? It's like he's consensus number one. I think I don't think there's anyone sure. that uh, I don't think that, anybody else that, can know. Could get 
could even get close. The next guy, you know, like closest to you, right? Like he won't him going third, right? But yeah, um, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it seemed like he would have been. Wasn't there even talk where he could have even taken number one? Like he could even. Yeah, I mean, they had they they talked a little bit about that, but I mean, you know, knowing the numbers that Lafreniere is putting up and just like how much of a game changer he is in every single yeah. game that he plays. Uh, you know, he was, there was no way, unless he got really badly injured, there was no way that he was going to go, uh, he was going to go uh, second or, yeah. or beyond, you know, it was, it was always going to be uh, Lafreniere first. Yeah, for sure. By field second, I think. And then, and then it was kind of a toss up, I think for the, for who went third. Uh, I think that Ottawa picked a, a great player, Definitely. Tim Stutzel, oh. you know. They missed out on a couple of the good Swedish guys up there, and Luke, Lucas Raymond right. and uh, Alexander Holtz. But, um, but you know, they, uh, I think Tim Stutzel's... It's because yeah. he's ready to go already. He's been yeah. playing against men, right? He's been playing against and, men. And don't are, you want you know, that? You know what I mean? Like, you want something like that. You, As a GM, I'd want that. Yeah, you... You know, if you're picking in the first round, you want it to be a for sure thing, right? You don't want it to ever be, you know, the Patrick oh, Stefan or the <laughs> no, the Patrick. I mean, Patrick Stefan had a good, good NHL career. He's probably not a good, uh, not a good example, but uh, you know what I mean. Those, those, those players that uh, that get picked in the first round and just never end up turning into anything. We had a few on the Canucks. Oh, oh my gosh, 100%. over the years we had a few. Ugh. Patrick White or something that we picked in the 12th overall and he never played a game in the yeah. NHL. You know. It's uh, Joseph Bailey so, or whatever his name know, is, Bailey or whatever Bailey or something like that. He was supposed to be. Oh, that's it. Joseph yeah, Bailey. Exactly. Yeah, he. I don't think he was a first round pick. He played for the Vancouver Giants. He was the last Canuck, I think. The last Canuck who was also a Giant to play for really the Vancouver Canucks. I think oh, it was really? that. That oh, long ago. Damn. Was it Joseph Bollage? No, Mario Bliznak is Mario what I'm thinking Bliznak. of. Nice. Another guy. They're both from Slovakia. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've, yeah, but, uh, we've had a few. Mario Bliznak. We've had a few where just like, that kind of sucks. Like, it just didn't really didn't work out. Like, Yeah, I was hoping that we would end up with Gallagher. Oh. Gallagher is that, like, perfect Absolutely. player for the Canucks. And he and he also was oh. a Vancouver Giant. That would have been cool. I was really hoping, but uh, Montreal did the right thing in re-signing that guy. Yeah, that guy's you, such a role player. You need to. Like, honest, honestly, yeah. like, he could be captain material. Like, he has that, he has a little bit of that, like, I don't know, he has that, everybody in the city loves him. He's a fan favorite. He is the driving force of that culture. He, I think he's the one that, and, he, yeah. and, and he's, he can pot some goals, man. Like, well, you hate to play against him, though. You know he's he's your he's only your favorite when Absolutely. he's on your team, right? When he's not on your team, the guy just gets at you, man. Like, you know, he's like the like he's not quite Brad Marchand, but he's like very very similar style Absolutely. of play, you know. I, and and um, why wouldn't you want a guy like that on your team? I I think those pests are like important. Like you you need them sometimes to kind of get going. But and yeah. but that being said. Yeah. Like it's been tough, like well, Antoine Roussel, when we were playing against Vegas Knights, I think it just like fired him up, which sucked. Like, oh, <laughs> like I know he was getting in in, yeah. in their trying to get in their heads, but it just wasn't working. And now you're just pulling penalties, and oh, you got to be smart in, when you play that game as well, right? Like it's tough, it's mm-hmm. tough stuff, but you always need some sort of greasy Frenchman to help out. So that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere around there. Hold on, I also found this. <laughs> yeah! Oh my God! The cows are alive, man. Yeah, we can. 
Ring the cowbell. You need one for the for the for the goat, man. Oh, you need a I goat wonder if there's the goat. a goat one. I'm not too sure. I can always take a look. <laughs> I love that. The, the cow's the cow's one. great. Okay. Send them out to pasture. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening right now. Awesome. But uh Yeah, man. I I looked at yeah. the face off stats yeah. from last year. Okay, here we go. I'll just I'll just read the top um I'll read the top okay. seven. Okay, going down from best face off yeah. percentage in the league. Yeah. The top seven. Okay, here we go. Number nice. one, Sean Couture. Number two, oh. JT Miller. Number three, oh. Jay Beagle. Number four, oh, Claude man. Giroux. Number five, yeah. Tyler Sagan. Number six, Patrice oh, yeah. Bergeron. And tied for number seven, Jonathan Taves and Bo Horvath. Three, three out of the top seven. Unreal. Three out of the top seven. And Jonathan, even more impressive, Jonathan Taves yeah. and Bo Horvath tied with 57.3%. <laughs> and if you look at the amount of face-offs taken yeah. over the course of the season, there's only one player that has taken more face-offs than Jonathan Taves and Bo Horvat last year. Wow. Really? Game time you know? situations, man. That just goes to show you like, yeah. coach trusts him. Like he's going to take a face-off. If we need an important one, he's going to take it. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. And face-offs yeah. per game? Horvat is third behind O'Reilly and Sidney Crosby at face-offs taken per game. That is so sick. Yeah. Like, Bo Horvat won 850 of his face-offs last year. 850. He he took 1,483 face-offs. 1,400? That is mind-blowing. Like, that's actually kind of mind-blowing. He's third. The only people that took more were Jonathan Taves, who took nine more than him. Sorry, 11 more than him, and then Ryan O'Reilly, who blew them both out of the water with, like, he's 1537, Ryan O'Reilly. That's kind of insane. Like, I don't know. Like, that's that's pretty mind-blowing, to be honest. Like, that's that's so many. That is so many face-offs in just, like, one season. Like, that, 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 that's an absolute, like, no wonder why you get so good. Like, yeah. you, you got to be good at that point. Oh, man. No wonder why you win Absolutely. the Conspite, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, Ryan O'Reilly averaged 22 face-offs per game. Jesus Christ. Just, like, think about that. Like, how many face-offs are there in well, a hockey? Like, 24? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah he exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just out there taking every single one of the faceoffs, just like they. But you know, man, like that's the that's the that's I think that Manny Malhotra helped build that. There's not any other team that's even like close to having. Uh, oh, actually, that's not true. Philadelphia had two had number one and four. We had two, three, two, and three, seven. and seven. Nice. But yeah, but you know, there's not even there's not another team that's like even got two in the top 15 and we've got three in the that, top seven and and all those players are returning players for next year so man, i don't know, you know why i just don't talk about jt miller more but what you know what, what fuck uh, what, what yeah well you know it's good that we're not talking about oh we gave him the first round draft yeah, pick for him yeah what? exactly what? i'm glad that that's not the conversation anymore because that was the conversation yeah. for a hot second and Worth uh it. That conversation is yep. dumb, man. I mean, Benning made that trade. He knew the kind of player we were getting. He knew that Miller was underused yep. and underrated in his in on on the teams yep. that he had played on. 
you know, he had never he had never been given the opportunity really to uh, to 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 blow up, you know, to to really, you know, he he had had twenty goals before with the New York Rangers mm-hmm. a few years ago, but you know, he never he never got he never broke sixty points nope. on any of his other teams. Fifty six yep. was the most he had had in his NHL career in a season, playing eighty yep. games with the Rangers. And uh, last year he had seventy-two points in sixty-nine games, so he'd never broken sixty points, and he Ugh. had seventy-two last year in a oh, shortened man. season. Yeah, right. Like we're talking, he he played thirteen less games than he should have in a full season, and uh, yeah, and and he's sitting at seventy-two points. He was like top twenty in the in in the league. Like of that's points. that's pretty like you and, know, and I think. You know, when players like that, it's, it's almost like a Vegas Knight situation. Like, it's one of those where it's like, you know, all those players for the Vegas Knight when they got drafted in, they were so underutilized or maybe they were they, they were constantly on the third line because they couldn't get up any higher. But put into a proper situation, like, and, and maybe a good team, just like what JT Miller just got thrown into, you know, like, they, they can excel and they can, and they can go for it. And good on Benning for seeing that. We're seeing that potential that of what yeah. they, what was going to happen. It wasn't working out in Tampa Bay, not like the way that they they had right, uh, or that they could. And coming over here, I don't know. I didn't know he was such a good center, like such a good faceoff guy. But he just had, you know, he had one down year, and he only played two seasons in Tampa, right? He had yeah. one down year. His first his first season in Tampa, 2017-18, he played 19 games. He had okay. 18 points. So he was almost a point per game player in Tampa. His the after yeah. he got traded from New York, and he plays a full. He plays seventy five games the following yeah. season with Tampa, forty seven points only. Yeah. Right. So you know, play, plays uh, plays four playoff games, yeah. two points only. Right. So he had a down year, and Bending made the amazing decision. He's like, we could probably snap this dude up. We yeah. Get him. And uh, and they traded what did they trade. They traded a first round pick, and. Uh, like our backup goalie. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly what it was. Oh, and okay. and a third round pick here. It that's says and a third round pick. Fine. So the and the first round pick, like didn't he, like uh, Tampa traded the first round pick to, for Blake shit. Coleman. Oh, Blake Coleman, hey. They traded it to uh, to New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Well, well yeah. But Blake Coleman <laughs> ended up being and, like a. I don't know. He had that one goal. I think that one crazy goal where he had like a one handed. Like he was falling down on the ice and he was still able to just like lift it up over the goaltender. And I was like, oh shit. I'm like, what the hell is this guy? And I'm like, oh yeah, oh, it's Blake Coleman. I'm like, right, yeah. that's pretty sweet. That was like the goal of the year. It was like TSN's like number two, like for best goal of the year. Anyway, long story short. Um, yes. I think what the another, I think um, that, that I really loved about JT Miller's game was up against the boards. Like he was so good up against the boards like he was tenacious he was able to just like nobody yeah. won the puck off of him like when he was up there so he was able to go in the corners and, and go in tight and and nobody was touching that puck like he could protect it like like better than anybody like he was he, in that it almost looked it wasn't like a Hendrick Sedin Daniel Sedin kind of ordeal but but he was just able to be like uh, he was able to to win every puck pass and that, and by by doing that, created turnovers. Which, if, as long as we stay in their offensive zone with the talent that we have, we'll score goals, and we're gonna score goals. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. You know, just just look up. 
I'm sure there's on YouTube. There has to be, you know, a quick cursory glance, and I'll find it. Look up all of his goals from from last year, man. And you just see like him coming off that wheeling and coming off the off the oh, yeah. half wall there. Yeah, he's you so know, good at that. he's he was just able to do mm-hmm. so much, right? Uh, uh, I I think that for a lot of the naysayers, I don't think there's any naysayers <laughs> left for not. JT Miller and what he's Absolutely. what he's bringing, right? The only thing that the naysayers is if he has a down down year next year, and I don't. I don't think I don't think so, happen. man. Like he's too too competitive. Like it just seems like whatever that down year was for that Tampa Bay, um, that's uh, you know that it, that sucked. But hey, that's maybe it was less minutes. Maybe he was put in the right situations. It seems like he's ironed out all his details. Like all, pardon, you know, he, he's ironed yeah, out man. everything. Like so, he looks. He looks stubborn, like it, and I think it's good. I mean, you know, and also he had he he played like a man in the yeah. playoffs, man. He what he had uh, what is it, seventeen games, and he yeah. had eighteen points. Yeah, in the playoffs, you know, the the guy is uh, he was never he was always a third line player and was never given that top yeah. those top line yeah, minutes, man. That that puck when he when he gets in the slot and that puck gets on his stick, man, it's gone. It's off his stick and like towards you know it's hitting the post or it's it's at least oh, yeah, testing right. the goalie, right? The guy the guy makes uh yeah, I mean that was one of the just such a pleasant uh, uh you know many pleasant surprises Hell for yeah. Ducks fans this year. But I think J T Miller really living up to the first and the third and and you know round picks that yeah. draft picks that we lost. Uh, yeah, I, I think you you're know? right. It, um, and you know, yeah. I, we're gonna be fine. Like we're gonna be fine. Like moving forward. Like I think, uh, you know. Well, if we can get if we can get uh, Quinn Hughes and Pedersen signed for uh, reasonable and I amounts, think, yeah, right. That's the next thing we need to resign them. And I bet you we give them bridge deals. I think that that's the best thing that we can do for them right now is give them bridge deals of you know. Yeah. Pay, pay them well, but you know, let them really work for the next two or three years to really get the outside of COVID uh, paycheck yep. that they deserve. Yeah. Because uh, everyone's taking pay cuts because it's just the nature of the yeah, that's game, exactly right? what it is. And I, I think, uh, you know, you know, we, we will. We will sign them. I think they want to be here. They're, they want to be part of the squad. I think they all believe in themselves. I don't think there's... And I think Travis Green has done a really good job. Oh, God, that's another contract. That's another one that I forgot to talk about. Travis yeah, Green contract. See? Exactly, right? He, he deserves, yeah, he man. deserves a pay Like raise. We better get that guy re-signed. That guy's going to be that guy's gonna be up for the Jack Adams next yeah. year. Mark my words. Whoever's, whoever's going to listen yeah. to this, mark my words. Travis Green could could very well be up for Coach of the Year next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Could be, I, I, you know? I, I, at least a finalist. I can see that. Oh man, he sh- he should be. He should be. The guy is uh, he he's really, you know, not by himself. He's re- but he has really uh, the the culture around Vancouver had had taken a big downturn. Oh yeah. Um, you know, after our after losing the Stanley Cup and uh, and the couple poor showings the following sure. seasons, right? We had taken a downturn. We you know. The Tortorella yeah, year, exactly. The, <laughs> oh, of course. The oh, Willie Debian years. Uh, you know, we had really taken, uh, had a rough time, and and uh, Travis Green came in and and really changed, uh, changed how at least I don't know as a fan how I saw the team. You know, the guy d- didn't matter if you're 
getting paid six million. If you're not willing to work for it, you're going to get benched. Yeah. You know, he's going to play the best. He's going to ice the yeah. best squad that he can, based on who's training, who's practicing hard, who's yeah. who's going to make the team, right? And he gave he gave yeah. you know some pl- some players really great opportunities, man. To to you know, you look at like Tyler Mott, man. That guy just like he showed that mm-hmm. you work hard, the team does better. And you, and then you get paid. Damn you straight. know what I mean. And and Tyler Mott is, you know, he's going to be. He's, he's, on, our he's team, on our team. He's yeah, on our team. He's, uh, he's he's an NHLer. Yeah. You know, like he's he's playing in the show. Yeah. He's going to be making those millions, man. He's going to be making those bucks, and he's going to get a lot of ice time. Yeah. And he's gonna, you know, he's yeah. going to keep uh, proving his worth, and I think and I think he is worth it. Like he's one of those guys that I would have on my team. Nine times that's like no problem. If I'm drafting a team and I need a PK guy or something like that, no problem. I'm all about Oh man. Yeah. Oh, no man. questions yeah. asked. Yeah. You can be part of the playoff crew. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, he showed up in the playoffs, man. He got himself a two year deal. He's you know, he's only twenty five oh, years old. He's too, young right? and I love it. He uh uh here here's here's a here's yeah. a quiz question. How did who did we trade uh that um how do we end up with Tyler Bond on our team? How, do you know do you know the trade that went down? I have that, zero that, clue. Uh, I have no idea where I came from. Okay. The trade, and I, I, am not even looking this up, so I feel like I'm, okay. I feel like I'm so right on this. <laughs> yeah. We, we traded, uh, for Tyler Mott. He was part of the deal that also brought UC Yokin into oh, the Canucks. Oh, that we got UC. And and we traded for Tyler Mott and UC Yokin. If I'm not mistaken, we traded Thomas Van. Oh, we had Vanek. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember when we had Thomas Vanek? We had Thomas Vanek for like uh, up until the trade deadline yeah. for one season. He he played really well yeah. for team. He I think. I think he had and then like, he went to Detroit. Uh, a few a few goals. Uh, no, went to Columbus. That was where he 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 did end up in. Prior, he was in right? Detroit yeah. prior, I think. Or maybe after. I think it was, uh, I I think it was before. I think we, I, we did we take him off of Detroit. Was... Okay, here's how I'm looking at Thomas Vanek now. Here's Thomas Vanek. Thomas Vanek went from played for all his years with Buffalo Sabers, scored 30, 32 yeah. goals. Buffalo Sabers, twenty six goals. It was this? He was like he was the captain of the Buffalo Sabers. No. For all of all of thirteen games, and then he was traded to the New York Islanders. He's captain of Buffalo, hey. And then he That's got crazy. traded. For, for 13 games only then they traded him to the yeah. New York Islanders and then he went for the New York Islanders to the Montreal yeah. Canadiens he had a, only eight, 18 game stint with the Montreal Canadiens then yeah. he signed with the Minnesota Wild played two seasons with them signed with the Detroit Red Wings they traded him to the Florida Panthers Back on. We back on, ready again. All right. Yeah, back back for the second time. So, uh, you know, yeah, you're probably, uh, I don't know if it's going to get edited that way, but you're probably listening to me just spout off random uh, stats for uh, Thomas Bannock from from, uh, Austria. Um, But yeah, you know, you run into some technical difficulties in the COVID times, and, uh, you know, uh, what we did, we did go on. I hope you enjoyed our uh, Race to the Mic sort of uh, live sports, mainly hockey, um, stream of thought, stream of consciousness, uh, back and forth uh, that we just had there for an hour and a bit. Awesome. Uh, I hope you, 
fun. I, yeah, it was fun. It was fantastic. I had a couple of Benverginos. I uh, enjoyed myself. You know, I had I had the the luxury of having a computer on my lap with all of the uh, information of the uh, Ethernet there uh, um, uh, at my disposal. So I hope y'all folks enjoyed listening out there in Listen Land and Podcast Listen Land to uh, the first <laughs> real episode of Race to the Mic, the first real one that's going to get posted. So uh, yeah, if you liked it, uh, holler back at us. Uh, I don't know if you'll even be able to do that, but eventually you will. So, uh, so I'll hold you to that. Um, yeah, uh, I, I race had a fantastic time. Mike, how was your time? Oh man, it was absolutely fantastic. Yes. It was basically just like, you know, chat with the buds and t- start talking about, uh, some lovely things like hockey, which, Hey, can't wait for it to come back. And yes. I think once the world juniors are back into town, we can, uh, maybe we'll start posting up a little more frequent. Start yeah. uh, doing some, uh, maybe talk about the games that have been uh, put on and stuff, right? But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I had a blast. That was a lot of fun. It was great. Really enjoyed it. Look out for uh, more race to the mic coming at you. There'll be more episodes. We're hopefully going to be doing this at least once a week. Uh, so you know, you should have four episodes every month for you to listen to out in Listen Land. So That's right, uh, man. I'm gonna gonna sign off uh, from my side here, sitting on my. Uh, lovely queen-sized bed um, <laughs> in my bedroom that I need to, it's super comfy it's nice I, I don't know it's about like probably like a, a 7 out of 10 7.5 out of 10 on the comfy scale Ooh, you know that's a pretty good number right um, there just chilling in my room looking at this closet that I need to uh, organize some clothes at and uh, I'll pass it over <laughs> to Mike for his little uh, his little goodbye uh, segment here absolutely uh, thanks everybody for giving a little tune in super appreciate it uh, something that uh, me and race we love really doing um, and I think uh, we're gonna try and bring you some cool content and make you feel like you're sitting around a coffee table with us sharing a quick beverageino and chatting all good stuff about sports here but uh, thanks for tuning in and make sure to uh, come back and check us out here yeah check us out hopefully there'll be more one more coming at you next week one more the week after and every week after that Perfect. That sounds like a sounds sounds great to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm doing the little sign. I'm doing a little uh, salute for my sign off here. I'm gonna do a little salute and finish my uh, delicious uh, uh, red truck beer uh, road trip classic lager. Shout out to Red Truck. Um, Go give, check it out. Give us some free stuff, uh, and if you <laughs> if you don't, then I won't say your name on the show. <laughs> Works for me. Like I'm holding uh holding potential sponsors hostage already. All right. <laughs> all right, buddy. And uh all right everybody, have a great night. Make sure to stay safe out there and uh tune in for the next podcast episode coming soon. We'll see you then.